Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just when we call ourselves, it's what our moms call us when the iPad is mini. I'm your host, Luke Miani, and I butchered my intro. <laughs> and I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. And as I am fully aware from a number of comments that have ever so kindly pointed it out to me, there might be echo in this stream. And for that, I apologize and also can do nothing about it because as uh, as live viewers will know and podcast listeners will now be finding out, my AirPods Max are just fully not working at all and I'm going to have to take them to Apple and get them replaced because they literally will not connect to any other device than my uh, my iPhone. What the heck is that? $550 product that came out, what, December? January? Yeah, December. So they're not old. Fully non-functional. Software bricked, essentially, right now. Yeah, not great. And not someone great. has asked, can you just use a different pair of headphones? Um... I don't currently have a different pair of headphones. <laughs> I, th I mean, I think I have one somewhere, but I don't know where they are because I've just I've used AirPods Max exclusively uh, for over-ear headphones, and I live alone right now, so I just listen to music out loud most of the time because I think it's more comfortable. So I yeah. don't currently have a pair of wired headphones or Bluetooth headphones. I'm AirPods Max only, so when they break... I'm out of business, folks. That's tragic. We got to get you a backup. Yes, I might have to grab a, a pair of the Sony XM4s, which I believe you're rocking right now. I have the Bose uh, headphones, actually. Oh, that's right. The QuietComfort 35s, right? Yes, and they just announced the, or not just, but very recently announced the QuietComfort 45s, which are like these, but with USB-C charging and a couple other nice improvements. And I never thought they would, you know, cause they have the, they have, I have the QC 35 twos. And then there's the, the, the NC 700s, which are like their fancy ones with the capacity, like the touch controls on the side, which I don't like. Mm. But then they announced new versions of these and I was really surprised, but I was very, uh, I was very happy to, to see that they did that. So that would be my recommendation. That, you know, I might honestly consider that because if, well, actually, I guess I'm not. They're not going to accept a return on these AirPods Max. I'm trying it one more time just to see what happens. This time, I'm going through Control Center because someone in the super chat suggested that. Yeah. Um. Currently loading. Oh. There's the spinning beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, these are five hundred and fifty bucks. That's crazy. Yeah, still still frozen. All right, I can't click out of the menu now, so I can't scroll down to look at more comments. Nice. Very wow, cool. So, yeah, those bows. Have you ever had issues where they don't connect at all and brick your control center? Uh, no, that has not really? happened. Really? Huh. Wow, that's interesting. No. <laughs> I thought that that was like a thing that most headphones did. Is it not? 
Well, this one, it's actually a feature, and this this uh, pair doesn't have that feature. Oh, you it. don't have the... Oh, well, there you go. That's why you got to pay the Apple tax, folks. You get exactly. features like it not being able to connect to your desktop and then also bricking control center so you can't click out and read comments <laughs> on YouTube. That's a feature. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of features and speaking of Apple, we've got a number of things to talk about because... This isn't just AirPod Max complaining the podcast. This is dark <laughs> mode. And we just had a pretty major launch on Friday. Four new Apple products. Or I guess you could you could say six, right? 13 mini, iPhone 13, 13 Pro, Pro Max, iPad mini, uh, iPad 10.2-inch regular edition. Yep. That's three. Yeah. Oh, my control center's back, by the way. I mean, six, by the way. Nice. All right, well, off with the broken AirPods. My goodness, that's embarrassing. (laughs) Anyway, so now, Noah, you've got a 13 Pro, and you got an iPad Mini. So we're both in the Mini gang, and and we're going to save that for a little bit later because, my goodness, do we both have some thoughts on the iPad Mini. Uh, What color did you get yours in? Actually, can you can you tell what color it is? I give you. I mean, I know that you got purple, but holy moly, does that not look like purple? Yes, and that is one of the many things that I want to talk about when we get to it. But I did get the purple. Wow. One. Yeah. That is really weird. Yeah. It doesn't look purple at all. If you're listening to the podcast and you didn't see the picture, imagine an iPad that isn't purple, and that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks it honestly looks more it looks like silver. That's what it looks like to me. Silver. You see, I was actually really See, here's the thing, right? Hold hold up your iPad mini and I'll hold up my iPad mini. Do they not look the same color to you? More or less? They look very very sim like the light changed it a little bit, but they look very very similar. Yours looks like maybe space gray? Yeah. See, mine looks like silver, but when I when I go a little off axis here, get away from the light, do you see that little hint of gold in it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. When we talked last week and, and you revealed that you ordered the purple one, I kind of regretted my decision. I was like, oh, the purple would, seems more fun. Mm-hmm. Now, having seen the purple, I think I made the right choice going with the starlight because it, there's a lot of gold in this. It's not silver. Yeah at all someone someone here just said no way yours is gold luke it looks gold i mean it's basically just a really really light desaturated gold when i hold it up to the light it looks super silver but you can see the more off axis i go the more the gold comes out Mm -hmm. i really like it i really like it i really hope that like you know how this is like the first time that we don't have space gray or silver for that matter. If I'm not mistaken, the iPad Air still comes in one or both of those. There might not be a silver one, come to think of it. No, there, yeah, there's of... space gray and silver for the iPad yeah. Air. So this is pretty big to not have either space gray or silver. Could it be that space gray and silver are kind of going away? Because let me tell you, if they bring Midnight and Starlight to the MacBook, 
Mm. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, very interesting. I would like that. It's on the 13th too, right? We have Starlight and Midnight, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Replacing white and black. Please. <laughs> Please can we get Starlight on a Mac? Oh my god. That would look, that would be amazing. That would be unbelievable. I'd be so happy. That would be pretty cool. I'd be over the moon. Let me just There's a joke. The There's a joke in there. Starlight. Over oh, the moon. by the way, I've I've been mistaken. There is a space gray iPad Mini. Midnight is on the iPhone 13. I can't. Apple's colors. Can we talk <laughs> about that for a minute? Because sure. I don't. Not not in necessarily as it pertains to the iPad Mini, but also the iPhone 13, mm-hmm. and the iMac and AirPods Max, and the iPad Air. What the heck are they doing with the colors? That is that is a, a good question. I feel like the really... I am not a fan of the super light, uh, super desaturated colors. I'm really not. Yeah, I think they knocked it out of the freaking park with the iMac. I know a lot of people complained about the like the bezel, the chin, and the bezel and the stand on the iMac. But to be honest, I think it would have looked worse if those were all like super saturated. So having having the combo, I think works really well. And they kind of mm-hmm. did that with the AirPods Max, like the band on top is saturated in the cups. It, it sort of vaguely matches the iMac, but doesn't have all of the same colors for some reason. But right. like, there's no continuity between anything. Like, if you wanted to color sync an Apple ecosystem, I don't know that you could. Your thoughts, Noah? I'm gonna while, while I get your <laughs> thoughts here, I'm gonna go and see if there are any crossover colors that you can get like across everything. Yeah, I, I guess it's kind of fun that there's like different color options like let me put it this way if apple says we're gonna have four color options and every single product had the same four like colors on the one hand it could be cool to color match everything but on the other hand if you only had like a few colors for everything you know you don't have as many options i think it's kind of fun for me personally i think it's kind of fun like when i got the ipad mini i got it in purple because i thought that would be you know kind of a fun color obviously you know really isn't very purple but i thought it would be kind of a fun color to mix things up when i get the iphone i like to get it or at least with the 12 pro and the 13 pro i got it in the sort of signature color i guess um like red's my favorite color but i i just like to you know get the the cool colors and whatever so i don't really i don't really mind that they don't that they don't color match everything i think when they have like two products that say blue and they're like different shades of blue but they're both just called blue. That's a little bit weird, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I definitely agree. Yeah. See, you know what's weird is I think the starlight, the starlight on the iPhone 13 doesn't even look like the starlight on the iPad mini. Those are like both <laughs> brand new products, but the starlight on the iPhone 13 looks a lot lighter. I think I think I see a lot more gold in the iPad mini, to be honest. And so I've just pulled it up here. The, the the products that Apple offers in various colors. Mm-hmm. So those are, and I might have missed a few, so catch me up, chat, 
and Noah if I missed anything. But AirPods Max, mm-hmm. iPhone 13 and 13 mini, iPad Air, iPad mini, and then iMac. Those are the, are, are the products that Apple offers in a wide range of color. Excluding, of course, you know, the, the iPhone Pro, which is on its own. Um, the MacBook Air has a gold option, but that's not really like, there's not a lot of colors, right? So those are the, all the products that they offer that have a variety of colors. Yeah, you could maybe make an argument for the Apple Watch as well. Um, oh, good point, good point. I didn't think of that. Because the Series 7... Will it even let me see what colors it comes in? I think it's on their page. They don't have like a order page. Yes. Okay. So there's five. Let me run through it here. So there's six different Apple products that you can get in colors. We'll start with the Apple Watch Series 7. You can get that in green, which is like a very deep, saturated green. You can get it in blue. Again, very deep and saturated. You can get it product red. You can get it in starlight. So sensing a little bit of continuity at least, and you can get it in midnight. Now the midnight, by the way, is is sort of like a very deep navy blue. It looks black on camera, but it it, it comes off blue in person. So I like that. Next we have AirPods Max. That comes in space gray, silver, pink, green, and then sky blue. So that starts our trip down the many, many different blues of Apple World because yes. moving over to the iPhone 13, it comes in pink, blue, midnight, starlight, and then product red, um, which I think, I don't know, I think this year's colors were a little bit less interesting than the 12 series. Then we have the iPad Air, also five colors. However, they're all different. <laughs> There's space gray, silver, green, rose gold, and sky blue. Then there's the iPad Mini, which comes in um, four colors. So those are space gray, pink, purple, and starlight. And then there's the iMac, which comes in blue, green, pink, silver, yellow, orange, and purple. Now. There is not a single color that carries across all of those. I just realized. <laughs> I think the yeah, there's none that co- that that go across all of them. The closest the closest you might get would probably be like blue, but they're all different mm. shades of blue. Like it's not like they're blue, but they're they're very different across the products. So there really isn't any um uniformity with the colors. Yeah. So there I mean, I guess yeah, blue blue is the closest you can get. You can't get the iPad mini in blue, but you can get the iPad Air in sky blue. But it weirdly enough, it I don't think it even matches the sky blue on the AirPods, <laughs> and it certainly doesn't match the blue of the iMac. Mm-hmm. And then the blue of the Apple Watch is much deeper. The blue of the iPhone of the yeah, the iPhone 13 is really more of a teal sort of Similar to the iMac, but again, not matching it. And I just don't... Okay, I get that you're not going to have, like, a palette... Like, all of the iMac colors, right? Six, seven, whatever it is. I get that you're not going to just have seven colors, and then everything comes in those colors. I, I like changing it up from year to year. I support mm-hmm. that. 
But would it be that much to ask to just have one or two colors that went across everything? Like green. If I could get a green iMac, which I have. Like if if I could have gotten a green iPad mini, a green iPhone 13, and a green AirPods to go all together, I probably would have done that. I would have coordinated because that would be so nice. That'd be so cool. It's, it's an ecosystem. Everything's supposed to go together, but none of them match. <laughs> that is true. That's very true. Someone said they need to keep black, space gray, or graphite. Yet another good point. Remember <laughs> remember when <laughs> space gray was different every year? Yep. Like, yeah. even, even when things were space gray, the space grays were always different. <laughs> I mean, oh, space is no. pretty big, so you look And someone said else. those one or two colors are white and black, but they're not. You can't even get all of the products in white or black. You can't do it. iMac has a silver, but not white. iPad mini has starlight, but not white, and space gray, but not black. iPad air has... Silver, which I guess matches the iMac, but not the iPad Mini because that's Starlight. And same thing with the iPhone that has Starlight and Midnight, but not Silver or Black. AirPods Max have Space Gray, but not Black, and Silver, but not White. It's like even Black and White doesn't have things. Yeah, I want to I mean... die. Says <laughs> this commenter. I agree. You 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 could do Black ish or white ish but even then like i, feel like I was it's just worse to have the shades that are close but not the same than to have just completely different colors yeah that's and like i have the the iphone 13 pictures and the ipad mini next to each other and the starlight on the 13 looks like straight up white and on the ipad it looks more gold like it's not the yeah. same color you can't tell me that's the same color in, in fact, not. speaking of color and disappointment therein, I do want to turn my attention to the iPhone 13 and also move, you know, in excess of color. But so <laughs> did I tell you which color iPhone 13 I got? I don't think so. Okay. This is a good test. This is a good test. So I, I've got my iPhone 13 here. Okay. I'm going to hold it up and I'm going to angle it around to get some different, you know, light refractions and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this should be easy, right? There's how many colors? Five? Five, You yeah. should be able to guess. You should be able to tell by looking at it what color this iPhone is. Mm -hmm. and, and I'll open this to, the, to those in chat as well. Keep an eye out here. What, what color iPhone did I get? Here it is. We're doing some, doing some rotation, showing off some different angles. Turning it around. Look at that. What a beauty. Look at those horizontal cameras. Not horizontal. Diagonal cameras. I think I know which color you got. Okay. Chat. Chat seems to have gotten it nearly perfect. But there's a few people that are wrong. What do you think, Noah? Yeah, I agree. It's definitely pink. But you can only tell when it's at like a very big angle. Very large angle. Yeah, if you look at it straight on like this, it definitely, like, the saturation is about as low as it gets. Mm-hmm. 
you have to go to a really oblique angle and frankly look at the rail if you mm-hmm. like right here it's pink yeah and then here it's not here it's not <laughs> like it's there's a very narrow range now in person i can tell a little bit easier but it's just not really that pink no and the starlight not. isn't really that gold there i think they're too similar <laughs> They are. I think Apple is too scared to fully commit, so they just did. <laughs> yeah, basically. Mm. And it's a shame because the purple iPhone 12 that came out in April was like brilliant. I mm, love yeah. that. It was super saturated. It was a really nice color. Like it was still kind of a pastel, but it was a really nice purple shade. But and then they and then they're like, oh, we give you a pink iPhone. Womp. <laughs> it's white. Womp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boring. Yeah, I don't now, know. I, I feel I, like I, they I could have to do say more. Though, have you seen a look at chat here? People are saying, people are saying that they like the pink, it, it, that it's not super in your face. That's an interesting take. I think I think there's room for it to be more pink without being in your face still. Yeah, and I would say, because I'm looking, and I, I know we haven't quite gotten here yet, but, like, the Sierra Blue, I feel mm. like that's a very good, that's a very good, because that's another one where it's yeah. not in your face, but it's yeah. definitely not, like, white or whatever. I think that's, that's a good point. I think, I think that's Apple a good is on a pretty good roll with their Pro colors. Mm-hmm, definitely. 11 Pro, 12 Pro. 13 Pro, the Midnight Green, I really liked. Mm-hmm. The Pacific Blue, I obviously really liked. And then now we can talk about the Sierra Blue and more specifically about the entire iPhone because at this point we've yes. spent 20 minutes talking about colors. But <laughs> I'm really digging Sierra Blue. In fact, you know what, Noah? I think I, I think we need to get a poll going on here because there have been a number of disagreements I've seen. People have varying opinions on the Sierra Blue. So okay. while we get this poll pu- pulled up, let's let's get the chat's take on this. What do we think, folks? Is Sierra Blue good? Are you holding out for high Sierra Blue? <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> it's All right. Oh, you have it? Uh, well, so for a poll, so we're thinking, are we thinking like a like a good or a bad? Do we want to be a little more specific with the options? What's the poll? Um, I think what we should do, let's, all right, let's do a simple one. Okay. To start us off here. Is okay. High Sierra Blue a good color? Yes or no? Simple. Very simple. Very, very simple. And once you have that ready to go, I will put up the URL for those who are following along at home. Uh, should be, yep, should be up there. Okie dokie. So you can follow along with us by going to app.drkmodepodcast.com, and that'll allow you to vote in our poll. Now, people in chat are, are sounding off, I think, majority positive, but... If you all take a quick jump over to app.darkmodepodcast.com, you can make your votes official. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I'm going to put up my screen here. And I don't know, maybe this is spoiling the, uh, you know, sort of tampering with the results. But I'm going to go for yes, because I think objectively it's really good. Wow. <laughs> so far it seems, it seems like we've got a, not necessarily consensus, but certainly a massive majority We've got 27 votes, 79% saying yes, it's a good color. And we've got 7 votes, 21% saying no. Ooh, the no's are catching up. Mm. We're down to 75-25. Interesting. <gasps> this is quite curious here. This is interesting. I think, I don't know, I got the sense... At least on tech Twitter, which is where I sort of go to get an idea of what people are thinking about things, I got the sense that people were somewhat mixed on it. Um, and I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, the Pacific Blue is better. Um, in fact, maybe that could be our next poll. Pacific Blue is better? Question mark? Yes or no? Yeah, we could do, would you prefer Sierra Blue or Pacific Blue? But, I mean... And I don't know, maybe that's not a fair question. I don't I legitimately don't know what I would say in terms of which I prefer. I think wow, wait a minute. I want to say Sierra Blue, but that might just be cuz it's the new color and it's fresh, whereas I've been looking at Sierra Blue for a year already. So that might be affecting it. People in chat are saying Pacific blue easily better. Easily. Mm, easily. Wow. I okay, final answer. I'm going to go with Sierra blue. I prefer to Pacific blue. That's my final answer. It's hard. I have both of them in front of me right now and I'm looking so do I'm I. looking at them. <sighs> I don't know. It's yeah, tough. I feel like Ugh, I feel like it's the thing that, like, the Sierra Blue is the new one, so I'm, like, more... But I don't know, it's, like, that this really light color. It, it doesn't... It looks blue. It, it Sometimes it doesn't look blue. It looks more like a, like, like, a, like a gray, I guess. But, like, I don't know. It's nice, and, like, with the lighter side rails, like... Ugh, I don't know. They both look really good. I will say, though, I, I have... S using the 13 Pro... It really makes me think about this as an S here, because there have been times where I've I've found myself turning the phone around and going, "Oh, that's right, it is the new one." Mm -hmm. Like it it really doesn't feel any different, which is I think. I mean, I guess it's not that bad, right? We we. It's not that crazy that they didn't change the design. You know, people were kind of surprised. Ooh, the iPhone didn't get changed very much. I mean, you go back in time, you look at the iPhone 6. That basically didn't get changed for three full cycles. The iPhone 6, 6S, and 7 are like nothing. Design-wise, what we just had, I think, is akin to iPhone 6S to iPhone 7. Would you agree? Yeah, there was definitely the seven. There were definitely some some minor differences that you could notice on this one. 
they did like move the um oh my camera's off that's yeah wonderful. you're in the void i will swap batteries in a moment here uh but they did move like the side buttons um they moved them around a little bit obviously the camera bumps a lot bigger the notch is a little bit smaller so it's one of those things where they did some small uh tweaks to the like hardware but uh or to the like you know appearance but it looks very similar to the 12 series so yeah definitely like a seven kind of thing yeah definitely and compared to um and then after the the iphone 7 right then we had the iphone 8 so the iphone 8 was again a continuation of the iphone 6 and in fact we still have that around the freaking iphone se brand new phone that you can still buy with a design from 2014 so it's not that crazy it's not that unprecedented for apple to keep designs around a while um, but then we had the 10 to the 10s. If you put those things side by side, there's only one way that you can differentiate an iPhone 10 and an iPhone 10s. And do you know what that is, Noah? Um, it's the. Is it the camera? No. A 10. Is it the speakers? Yes. Okay, I'm going to fix my yes. camera now. The only difference from a design standpoint between the iPhone 10 and the 10S is that the 10S, well, first of all, it comes in gold. So if you see a gold one, it's a 10S. It, uh, the, the speaker grills on the bottom of the iPhone 10 are uniform. There's six holes on either side for the speaker and for the microphone. On the 10S and then on the 11, which I have here, there is a cellular band and they cut down to three holes. That's the only difference between a 10 and a 10 as visually. So yes, I understand that people were a little underwhelmed this year. That's understandable, but it's not that surprising. Now in terms of the actual phones themselves, are, are these a substantive enough upgrade to justify the upgrade? Well, I don't know if I told I don't know if you saw my video, Noah, but basically my review of the iPhone 13 Pro and Pro Max was, eh, just go for it. Just do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I did actually see that video. And for those in chat or listening who may have missed it, basically it, it boils down to if you bought an iPhone 12 Pro or a 12 Pro Max last year, then your phone is worth about... 800 or $900, respectively, for the base models. So what that means is that, obviously, within a realm of reason, your phone has depreciated about $200. Maybe maybe you want to say 300 because you're going to have some eBay fees, margin of error, sales tax on the phone when you bought it, whatever you want to say. But the thing is, if you own a phone for one year, $200 in value depreciates from it. If you own your phone for two years, an iPhone 11 Pro Max or an 11 Pro, those are worth about $400 less than they were new, which means that they depreciated $200 a year. The same also applies on the iPhone 10 and 10s. So up to four years old, your phone depreciates, at least in terms of like the 999 and the 1099 phones, depreciate at $200 a year, which means if you buy your phone outright at launch day, why not upgrade every year? It's a linear depreciation curve. 
you're going to lose $200 a year on depreciation anyway, so you might as well lose it on the newest phone instead of on your 11 Pro. That's my logic. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're willing to take the time and the small amount of risk to sell your phone every year and get the new one, then I feel like it's totally worth it. I also want to point out that we have a 50-50 split here on Sierra Blue versus Pacific Blue, which is really interesting. 20 votes for each. Mm -hmm. That is really interesting. And is is this poll done yet? It ends in a little over a minute it'll refresh itself every like five seconds but uh but it's still open for the next minute and a half sierra blue's pulling out a lead 22 votes to 20 my goodness now someone said what if you don't sell your old phones um that's a good point and you know that if you keep your phones for more than four years then it becomes worth it to, you know, space out your upgrades and, and wait for like big years. But I think you would find that the number of people that keep their iPhones for more than four years is not a huge number. And you could also make the argument that, that some people don't sell the phone, they pass it on to a family member. I've definitely done that a few times. I think, I think my brother is still using my iPhone 7 Plus from 2016 it's a throwback not a, not out of force but out of choice weirdly <laughs> he has to charge it three times a day because the battery is at like 70 percent capacity oh yeah and also it's i think it's having cellular decor degradation which is a big problem on those phones so i'm not entirely sure why he's so attached to it but he refuses to upgrade i've tried <laughs> refuses to upgrade won't do it it's five years old now. Interesting. Very interesting. And our poll has now closed, and Sierra Blue has uh, came out in, on, uh, in the lead. 41 votes for Sierra Blue, 31 votes for Pacific Blue. Interesting. So looks like, I don't know, maybe, maybe you could chalk that up to uh, the, the newness bias. You know, we've been I looking think at, so. at Pacific Blue for a while. Sierra Blue's the fresh one that's on all the billboards. So... I guess that 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 kind of makes sense. Now, in terms of the iPhone 13, why don't we put up a poll for the different colors of the iPhone 13, shall we? All right. Um, I've been using the I've got my review of the iPhone 13 filmed. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to pull the trigger on that upload, waiting for spot uh, for sponsor approval. But I've got it all ready to go. Ah, yes. Everything is ringing. <laughs> Everything in my home is ringing (laughs) that's one of my favorite parts about getting any sort of a call when you have the apple ecosystem on a scale of someone who reviews apple products uh professionally is everything in the entire universe starts ringing at once um anyway i i've got my review ready to go locked and loaded for the iphone 13 also my camera defocused that's fun hey come back here Hey, buddy. Hey. Oh, man. I think it might be overheating. Oh, it's back. Okay. Anyway, the 13 is really, really good, but it lives in the shadows. That's basically the crux of it. It's it's 
halfway between saving money and going for an older phone and just just going for the main event, the Pro. Mm-hmm. It gives you the new some of the new features and some of the new design, but it just it holds back just enough, just enough to make you go, huh? Should I just should I just pay that little extra? Ooh, I want the macro photography. Ooh, I I think the ProRes might be cool. Ooh, I really like the stainless steel rails. It's it's a delicate line that they tow. Yeah. It's, it's interesting when the prices and the polls up by the way if you want to refresh. Um, oh yeah. But it's it's interesting when the the prices are so close to and and then when they have some of like the older models available as well like when 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 the difference you know you have a bunch of phones with a small price difference between them then it's you know a little tricky to for some people it's a little tricky to figure out you know do i spend a little more money for this or do i you know stick with the with 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 this one mm that's true i i don't know i think I mean, obviously, everything that Apple does is incredibly calculated. So when it came down to picking features, it's all very intricately worked out internally. Um, and and I'm addre- I address this in my video tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow. I, I don't, I, hopefully it's not later than that because I feel like nobody's interested in iPhone 13 content anymore. <laughs> um, partially because I think hype this year is pretty low. For the iPhone, to be honest, that's been my um, take on it. My video did pretty well uh, compared to how my content has been doing lately, uh, because I think I had a pretty interesting angle. But in terms of just you know the the, the standard like iPhone 13 colon this is my you know catchy tagline, those types of videos seem to be underperforming. In fact, I I even think that the iPad Mini has been underperforming. I feel like um, the, the the reviewers that got the initial batch, you know, pre-launch day, got pretty good views. But by launch day, I feel like a lot of the people were like, oh, okay, there you go. And and someone just said that they liked my review of the Mini. I appreciate that. I, I, put a, I actually put, spent a long time working on that, probably eight or nine hours, um, just in production, because I really like this product. My audience isn't super into iPad content, which is interesting, because I feel like I feel like it would have made more sense for um, iPhone content to do worse than iPads. I feel like like obviously Mac stuff is is what most of you guys come for, and I would have thought you know seems like seems like iPhone content is less close to that than iPad content. Right, but when I've done like the M1 iPad Pro review, that bombed. The iPad Mini review is at a solid nine out of ten right now. Mm. So it seems, it seems like people, uh, at least on my channel, aren't as interested in iPads. But I know Noah, you wanted to talk about the iPad Mini, so I guess we could do that now because I think this is, in my opinion, the biggest product that came out. Right? There's, there's of course the regular. 10.2 inch iPad, which I just posted a video on today. And I mean, this is a great product. There's, you literally can't go wrong with the 10.2 inch iPad. 
It's got center stage now. It's got an A13 Bionic True Tone, and it comes with 64 gigs of storage for 330 bucks. Heck yeah, brilliant. Watch my video on it. <laughs> I've actually got another one planned for it too, so stay tuned. Interesting. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about the iPad Mini. I guess let's just really quick. The poll is about to end, and I think we have some interesting results on the iPhone 13 color. So yeah. we have uh, at the well. I guess it's going to end in 30 seconds. But blue and starlight are pretty much tied for first at around 31 percent of the vote. Oh, uh, blue pulled ahead blue, a little bit. Just but... pulling ahead at the very end here. We got 30 votes, 33 percent for blue. 27 votes, 30 percent for starlight. Yeah, and it looks like yeah. So so um, then we have midnight is uh, you know taking third place right now. It is 22 percent. And okay, the poll should be over now. Then product red is at ten percent, and pink is all the way at the bottom at four percent. That's Poor actually very surprising. Luke. I feel bad. I feel like pink. I know we kind of ragged on it a little bit, but I like it. I don't know. I mean, I wish it was more pink. I feel like if you're gonna do a pink iPhone, you gotta kind of commit to it a little bit. But I think it's I think it's a fun color. I like it more than the starlight because I think the starlight was just kind of white and kind of boring. Realistically, though, yeah. I think I think you guys were correct. I think blue was the way to go. Wait, did it just tie up at the very end here? Yep. Blue and starlight wow. tied up at 32%. 31 votes for each. That's actually surprising. I thought blue was going to win by a pretty substantial margin to be honest that's the one that i would pick yeah i say i would pick i did pick and i picked pink but that's just because <laughs> i didn't want to get both of the blues i feel like you know i wanted to have some options there yeah but i do like this blue i like the 13 blue more than the 12 blue i will say that yeah that's fair and i think i personally voted for blue in this poll it would be between blue and red but I don't know. The red is like so loud. Maybe mm. I would like that, but the blue—that's just like such a nice shade of blue. I, I don't agree. know. I voted for the blue, so that's that's my opinion. So if we hadn't voted, Starlight would have won because we're two of those thirty-one votes. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. The Starlight would probably be my last. Nah, the pink would probably be my last choice to be honest. But then Starlight. Really? It's just. It's just. I would rather have blue product red or or midnight. Those would be my first. Probably probably in that order. Blue product red, midnight, then starlight, then pink. That would probably be my ranking. I would probably go blue, then pink, then midnight, then product red, then starlight. Interesting. I don't know. I I don't see myself with a pink phone. And I don't know, the white, I'd rather have some kind of a cut. Like the starlight looks so, maybe it's different in person, but it looks really white on the website. Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like I want, I had the white iPhone 10 and I liked that color a lot. But now that there's like more color options, I want to have a fun color. Because when it was between white and space gray, gosh, I'm glad that we don't have that predicament anymore. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How boring was that? Co colon, semicolon, it still is boring on the Mac. Please, Apple, bring us some more colors to the Mac. That would be awesome. But anyway, yes. Yes, we, let's we get... need to talk about this iPad Mini here because we do. There, there is a lot to say. I 
I want to get your I want to get your thoughts first, Noah, because I've had quite a bit of a yo-yo situation on my opinion on the iPad Mini, and I'm I'm really curious to hear what people think. Um, I do also want to shout out for the super chats here. Thank you, Gabriel. Um, what what do you think, Noah? Which like what what's your take on the iPad Mini? And we'll put this up to chat as well. If you have an iPad Mini or if you have seen one in person i feel like you have to see one in person to really develop like s legitimate opinions on it because in the mind it occupies a very different space than in reality i think it's sort <laughs> yes. of a metaphysical ipad in many ways oh that's very deep but no i i, I do understand I, I agree with what you're saying my opinion if i were to make a review of this ipad which i'm not going to do because it's too much effort but if I were to make a review, this is this is my review of the iPad right now because this, oh, wow. this is like no effort. My my uh, my sensational headline would be, I'm returning the iPad Mini, but it made me love my iPad Pro even more. That's my that's my headline. That's a very long. That's a run on sentence. It, it is. The algorithm won't like that much at all. Well, that's why I'm not making the video. There you go. But that's that's my thesis statement, my maverick sentence, if you will. Ah, uh, it, it was very maverick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you use but, any forbidden words? I didn't check. I'd have to imagine most of those words were. Yeah, probably. Anyways, I let me let me uh, let me try and go into a little bit of detail to yes. explain. So I have I have my iPad Mini right here, for now, and I have. My iPad Pro. This is the 11-inch 2018 iPad Pro. So it's the first one with the, the face ID and the rounded corners and all of that stuff. And first, I got to give it a shout out because this came out almost three years ago. It was like November 2018. So it's been almost three years since it came out. It is still... October even. It was October 2018? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I think I got it at the very beginning of November, but it was probably announced in October 2018. So... It's been about three years with that iPad. It is still just as fast as it was when I first got it. The battery life, I mean, I don't use it all that much, but like when I do use it, the battery life is just as good, you know, as far as I can tell, uh, or at least for what I do with it, it's just as good as it was. Like it's been three years. And when you look at the upgrades, like you compare this to like the M1 iPad Pro, I have zero interest in upgrading zero interest mm. like with the 13 pro if if that weren't you know if my employer weren't paying for that phone i wouldn't have upgraded to it but i would have at least been kind of interesting i kind of interested you know the promotion is nice uh you know the the new color whatever some other stuff and then you know i would basically reset my battery so i would end up with better battery life as well true so 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 i'd at least reset have your battery some... and a much better and much better battery life on top right. of that, like even compared to a new iPhone 12 Pro. So that's, yeah, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying. Definitely. So I would at least have some desire to upgrade, even though, you know, I wouldn't have if it, you know, weren't paid for. But with the iPad Pro, I have, like, even if someone offered me an M1 iPad Pro, I mean, I guess I would, you know, take it obviously, but like, I don't think I would even really notice a difference like i have zero so so i'm just i'm just saying i want to give a shout out to the 2018 ipad pro very solid machine but i got 
the iPad mini, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what I was going to do with it or like why I wanted to get it, but I thought it might be nice for like, uh, I guess like media consumption and, uh, and, and, you know, some games. That's basically, um, basically my thoughts. And so I did some experiments, you know, with some of the mobile games that I have and, you know, YouTube and, and whatever. And I basically compared, you know, the iPhone, the iPad mini and the iPads. So like I would pull up a video on YouTube. I'd watch one minute on one device, switch over, watch the next minute. And I just keep switching back and forth to kind of see, because my thought was you have this iPad mini, the smaller, you know, it's smaller and it's lighter than the iPad pro, obviously but it's you know a lot bigger than the iPhone. I thought it would lead to a better experience. And I'll pause there for a second if you wanna chime in. Oh, I was just gonna say that I totally agree about the, um, the M1 iPad Pro. That's one of the reasons I was interested in this iPad mini is that the, the, the 2018 iPad Pro was so good that it completely ruined any chance <laughs> that future iPads had of beating it. Mm -hmm. I also have um, the 2018 iPad. You, I believe, have 256 gigabytes. I have 64. Mm -hmm. So 64 is a little tight. Uh, I make do because I'm a pretty light iPadOS user. And the fact that you can get those 2018s for 500 bucks right now is almost too good to pass up. They are as cheap as the iPad Air, but they are better, and they have promotion. Boom, mm -hmm. done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The the colors on the iPad Air are so boring that I would rather much rather have promotion. So I would absolutely go for a twenty eighteen iPad. Um, the the twenty twenty, well, sorry, the twenty twenty one, the current iPad Pro. I've got the twelve point nine. I got it because of the mini LED. If it didn't have that, there's a pretty decent chance that I wouldn't have gotten it. Um, also, 12.9-inch iPad Pros are stupid. <laughs> unless you're doing artistic things on it, in which case, you know, absolutely go for it. Or like note-taking or, or anything where you're basically using it as a writing tablet. But as Apple positions it sort of as a computer replacement, it is an absolutely terrible one. Um, the M1... Chip is not necessary. The A12X and Z are more than adequate. The, the A15 in the iPad mini is much, I mean, it's about the same actually in terms of performance as the A12X and Z. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. Great. Don't need anything more than that. I will say yep. though, the M1 will, will enable these, these current iPads to last approximately 4,000 years. <laughs> yeah. Like it will, the, the, the thing is, I, I, I legitimately think that M1 devices might be the first Macs to get 10 years of product support. I legitimately, I, I think that's a pretty real possibility. But as it pertains to the actual yeah. iPad mini itself, I was excited because it represented a continuation of the iPad Pro experience that didn't feel like it was something that could be dismissed by saying, oh, just get a 2018 iPad Pro. Mm -hmm. And now back, back to you, Noah, for your regularly scheduled review. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so yes, uh, one of my greatest passions in life is lying in bed and watching YouTube videos, and I'm very good at it. And so I thought that the iPad 
mini would be a really good, I guess, middle ground to get like a bigger screen and, you know, maybe better speakers than the phone, um, but still have a good experience. And so again, you know, I had my three devices and I switched back and forth between them. Basically what I found was the iPhone was good because you can easily, you know, if, I'm, if I have it in landscape, you can easily hold it in one hand, no questions, and it's close to your face, so you don't have to worry about, um, you know, like, like it's a smaller screen, but it's really close to your face, and the speakers mm -hmm. are still great and whatever. And then I tried with the with the uh, with the iPad Pro, and it's obviously a lot bigger, and it's you know a bit heavier than the iPad Mini, but I really didn't notice a difference. And the main the main thing, or I didn't notice that the weight was too much. The main thing is. Uh, I can't hold the iPad mini in one hand if I'm lying in bed and watching videos because either you hold it like this where your hand is on the screen and it starts scrubbing through the video and you can't play it or if you hold it like this in one hand which you can do but then when you're lying and you want to tilt it down when I'm lying in bed and I have the iPad mini facing me and I'm trying to tilt it down like this it's so uncomfortable that it it just doesn't work and so to hold then I have to hold it in two hands and so you hold it like this, you know, on the sides, but there's so little room on the sides because there's speakers here and speakers here. So you have a little bit of room that I found if I didn't position my hands perfectly, then I would start covering up the speakers and then it wouldn't sound as good. Mm. Whereas you take you take the, the bigger iPad and you have plenty of room to put your hands. And again, you can hold it like this. You know, you put your hands here and you have plenty of room here that there's not the speakers and it's not that much heavier. You get a bigger screen. You get quad channel. Uh, you get quad speakers instead of you know dual speakers. And it's I found I found the iPad Mini to be like I guess it's sort of in the middle, but it's almost like the worst of mm. both, or it's like a worse iPad Pro, I guess. But it just. That was that was the first thing. And then also for games, you know, I tried some games on the iPad mini versus the iPad Pro, you know, some games with on-screen controls, and I found that it wasn't any like easier to hold or like easier to control or any better. I thought it was pretty much the same between the two devices. Obviously, you're getting a bigger screen on on the the iPad Pro, but I didn't think that the mini did it didn't I don't know. I just, I've basically, basically I found that, that anything I wanted to do on the mini, I could do on the iPad pro at least just as well. And so that's why, you know, my, my, uh, my headline was, I'm going to return the iPad mini, but I love the pro even more because I would always keep the pro in the, the keyboard case and not the magic keyboard, but the, the keyboard folio. And I would keep it with the pencil on when you add this case to it, it makes it like twice as thick or it makes it a lot thicker and it makes it a lot heavier. And then when you put, you know, even the pencil doesn't do all that much, but when you have the pencil on and you're holding it, it's pretty easy to like accidentally do this. You know, if you accidentally touch it and it starts flying around. But when I took those things off of the iPad, you know, like I had with the iPad mini and I just tried to use it just straight up like a tablet, I found that I actually liked it even more and obviously the keyboard is, and the pencil are good for some things but like you take it off that and then you compare it to the ipad mini and just for me it does it's just as good 
Like I got the mini because it would be smaller and lighter and like, you know, easier and whatever. But when you take the iPad Pro, you know, naked by itself and then you compare it, it's, I don't know. There's just not, the mini doesn't, the, the smallness of the mini doesn't do much for me, if, if that makes sense. I definitely agree. I, I've also been actually, so what made me appreciate the iPad Pro 11 inch in the same way was the iPad Pro 12.9. Because as soon as I got that, and I was super tethered to not just uh, the keyboard, but also to hard, flat surfaces. Because if you put the 12.9 inch on your lap or on a bed, the thing is so top heavy, it just falls over. And you're spending, whenever you're typing, if it's on your lap, your hands aren't resting, they're holding it upright. It's kind of a terrible experience, to be honest. Yeah. Not to mention yeah. all of the additional thickness and weight and all of that stuff. So from that, I was going back to my 11-inch iPad Pro going, oh my gosh, it's so thin, it's so light, the bezels are tiny. And I've been using it um, away from keyboard case, landscape and portrait, a lot of portrait. I think it's just such a, I, I just think it's a better form factor. Now, as far as the, I do want to actually real quick address um, when we were talking about how the iPad Pro 2018 is so good, someone said, why are you saying they shouldn't keep improving iPads? That's not what we were saying at all. Not even close. Yeah. We were saying that they can't. The iPad Pro 2018 is so good that there's nothing that they can really add to it right now for a little while that would be compelling enough to lead people to upgrade. That's the issue. It's not that we don't want them to improve. I would I would love for there to be an 11-inch iPad Pro that comes out that is so good that I that I look at my 2018 and say I got to upgrade, I got to have this. But right now, they've tried cameras, they've tried lidar, they've tried M1, they even tried mini LED in the 12.9-inch. None of those have been enough to say this is an upgrade you should do. When I reviewed yep. the 12.9-inch iPad Pro, I said if you want a 12.9-inch iPad Pro, go buy a refurbished one from Apple for $700, and you're done. That's all you need. You don't need any of the M1 or the mini LED. You just don't need that stuff. Yep. Now, in terms of the iPad mini, I so initially my, my first reaction was, oh, my God, it's so cute. Holy crap, I love it. It's adorable. Yep. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Um I want to hold it all the time. I want to <laughs> have it on my pillow next to me in bed so I can look at it. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. My second thought was when I turned it on and set it up, and that was, oh, my good Lord, they need to increase the font size. I've got it right now. I've got So I reconfigured mine, right? I used larger icons. I used larger system font. Um, widgets are illegible mm -hmm. if you're over the age of 30 you chances are you won't be able to read what is on the screen in a good amount of this ipads apps the widgets do not fit they don't make any sense they need to retool that they need to retool um the scaling they need to have some scaling um <laughs> they they really they just something's got to give here folks now setting that aside because some of that is iPad OS 15 stuff, like the spacing of the apps, the fact that there's so much dead space. Or look at this. 
Look how much freaking so, dead space there is. It really looks bad. It this really looks stupid. Looks bad. This is dumb. But <laughs> ooh, I don't need... It, it's an eight-inch screen. Why is there an inch of, of just blank wallpaper on either side? That's idiotic. Anyway, mm-hmm. setting that aside because that can be fixed in software. The actual hardware of the device, I really like. So the, the vertical keyboard is pretty much the perfect size. You can thumb type it in vertical mode. And that's a really, that's big, I think, because like you said, Noah, using the iPad Pro away from the keyboard, I feel like I run into limitations more often, whereas using this, I, I mean, I don't even have a keyboard for it, and I have found myself using this pretty frequently and comfortably um, because you can be sitting there one-handed and just super easily, like, look, it's in a flick of the wrist, boom, you're in landscape mode, and then, like, I'm going through email, you know, looking looking at stuff here. You can one hand through email because you can swipe over here. Um, I, I've been I've been two handing it. I basically have it set up so that I can pull it out, and then this finger hits Touch ID, and I'm off to the races. And then it's kind of like a PS Vita. You know, you hold it like a Nintendo Switch or a. I don't know why a PS Vita was where I went first. That's like <laughs> yeah. ancient. I really just dated myself there. But you know, you can you can two-hand it pretty easily you can't horizontal thumb type quite but i put it down and i can type very comfortably on it uh, it's it I, I think it's a pretty compelling form factor and i think the main uses i think we're almost out of time here so we'll go pretty soon here but i think mm-hmm. the main uses for this number one pilots and doctors those are people that frequently use the previous generation ipad minis this is the same width as the outgoing iPad mini, which was really, really popular among doctors because this thing is the exact same width of a lab coat front pocket, which means you can just stick it in your pocket, bring it out, carry notes, uh, put an Apple pencil on it. Fantastic. If you're a doctor or a nurse, I I imagine these things are going to be popular. Mm -hmm. Another use case, kids. Got some? Give them one of these. (laughs) It's small, so are they. There you go. Kids, perfect. <laughs> Put a case yeah. on it so they don't demolish it, and there you go. Yep. Another use case is me. Because when I film videos, I always have a note app with either a script or talking points or have articles that I'm talking about. If it's news, I always have something pulled up. And I can hold this one-handed a lot easier than an iPad Pro 11-inch. So I can be sitting there. I can even gesticulate with my hands like I normally do because I'm Italian. And it doesn't show up on camera because it's small. Unlike an iPad Pro where you have to hold it. Like you can't really do this with the True. iPad Pro. You kind of have to adopt a side saddle grip or, or a thumb pinch grip, which isn't as, you know, I can't gesture with one hand frantically while I ramble into a camera and then cut it all out later. Right. But with this, right. I can't. So for that reason, this is staying. Uh, I'm also really curious to see what happens when they fix the scaling issues, because I imagine it'll happen eventually. iPadOS 15 needs to be just reworked in general, mm-hmm. so I won't judge it too much. But I think there's a lot of potential here. Oh, one thing I do hate. I bet you hate this too, Noah. The gosh dang volume buttons. Yes, totally agree. I Weird. still I cannot figure out which... I don't know which one is up and down still. I think in is up and out is down. 
I think so. But that's like it's weird because it's you very don't strange. It's not up and down really anymore. It's like side and side. I don't know. I didn't like that. Yeah, left and right is controlling up and down. I guess it makes sense in landscape mode if you hold it in this landscape orientation because then it's up and down. But if you hold it the other way, then I guess all bets are off. Uh, it's yeah. just a little bit, a little bit I wanna quirky, do, a little bit wacky. I want to do a quick. I know we're we're, we're over time. I want to do a quick rapid fire for one minute, and then and then we can go for uh, it. We can end. So some of the just some of the things that I wasn't a fan of with the iPad Mini. First of all, as we said, the software, and obviously, you know, hopefully they're going to fix that. But at launch, it genuinely seems like they didn't test it. It genuinely <laughs> seems like they just flashed iPad OS 15 onto the screen size and they're like, all right, it works. Let's ship it out. Like, it seems like they didn't put, they did not do the proper, like, testing and, and like, you know, design work to make it actually function well. There's also this weird thing where a lot of apps aren't optimized and you'll get these tiny little black bars on either the top and bottom or the left and right because I think mm. the screen is like a little bit taller than like a normal iPad or something. I've so noticed you, it, that. It's not that big of a deal, but it's 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 like the app itself is still rounded, but then you get like an extra little inch or half an inch or whatever, and then you get the edge of the screen. So there's like some black bar, whatever. Not that big of a deal. It's just kind of weird. Um, the lack of promotion is really noticeable. It's just unfortunate timing because, you know, the iPhone just got it. So like I see it on my iPhone and I'm like, ooh, this is so cool. And then I switch over to the iPad mini, which doesn't have it. And then I'm like, oh, well, now it's like it's extra noticeable. So sort of poor, you know, poor timing with the launch. Um, but it is kind of and again, it's not that big of a deal, but it's it, it's something that I noticed. Uh, I don't like touch ID as much as face ID or, you know, at least the same. I, I don't like this implementation as much. I will very often uh, like if I pick up the thing and I'll like click the button and it'll unlock and then immediately turn itself on because it was like in the middle of waking up and then I clicked the button instead of tapping it. So it's like, oh, I'm going to unlock, and then it just turns itself off. And I know that I would get used to that, but, like, for now, I've that's started. something that annoyed me. Yeah, because I, I tap to wake, and then I click to unlock, and it just turns mm -hmm. off. That's what I basically do. It's, yeah. you got to get used to the rest mechanism. Uh, if you're watching live, you can probably see the little the little animation for resting it. But it is yeah. it is definitely a little bit – it takes some getting used to. Because I'm so used to tap to waking and face ID. Like, I don't touch the lock button on my iPad Pro very often. Um, oh, I, I do, but only for turning it off. And mm -hmm. so now that I look at it and I'm like, wait, why is it not unlocking? Oh, yeah, I got to do this. Or another thing that I do, you probably do this too, Noah, is you tap to wake and then you swipe it. And then you're like, oh, oh man. yeah. Yeah. It takes some getting used to, but I won't hold it against it because at $500, I don't think I would expect it to have promotion and face id that's fair that's totally fair i know it is expensive i think i think the old price point of 399 i think in a year or two it'll get back to that price point and that'll be a really good deal at that point at, at 400 bucks as is i would say yeah don't definitely mm -hmm. at 500 i would say wait for a sale and wait for an update but i think there's potential <laughs> Yeah, and I think – I'm sure there's other things that I would say, but I'm blanking on them. The last thing I'll say is 64 as the base storage kind of sucks, and I know mm. that they do it so that you'll upgrade to 256. But, like, 128 
at least for me and at least for for the past couple years and probably the next couple years that's like the perfect amount for me i agree i agree and with that i also agree that we should end the podcast now (laughs) don't you yes we are are a bit over time here (laughs) we had a lot to talk about so that's all right yeah and we might revisit some of this stuff next week because you know this is our first you know we're 48 hours into these things stuff might change I have a feeling you're probably going to return the iPad mini, but give it, give it like a few, you have two weeks, right? Give it a few days. See if it changes your mind. It's, it's certainly growing on me. So we'll see what happens. All right. Fair enough. I have been your host, Luke Miani. And I've been your host, Noah Rubin. We will see you next week. Have a great night.